Raiders of the Lost podcast fans, we are performing a live show in person at a beautiful theater in downtown Los Angeles on Saturday, January 21st, 2023. And this show will be broadcast live online for anyone around the world to watch as we're performing. So you don't have to fly all the way to Los Angeles to see us. Tickets for this online digital experience are available now at moment.co slash Raiders of the Lost. And anyone tuning into this online event will be watching the show live with the audience in Los Angeles. Online viewers also get access to an after party with us as soon as the show is over backstage. This event will take place on Saturday, January 21st in 2023 and will begin at 12 p.m. Pacific time. That way, everybody from around the world has the opportunity to watch us live. For those who want to go to the show in person, those tickets are also available via the theater we are performing at called Dynasty Typewriter in LA. Get these in-person tickets also with the link in our social media bios or go to dynastytypewriter.com, click on their calendar of events, go to January 21st, 2023 and you'll find our show there to get your in-person tickets to see the show we cannot wait to share this experience with you both digitally and in person hey everybody just want to give you a heads up that we had an audio malfunction on the episode you're about to listen to our backup microphones picked up the entire thing so you won't miss a second of the actual episode however it will sound a little different it's not as good or clear as our normal mics so thank you for your patience with this episode. Sorry about the malfunction, and we've solved the issue, so it won't happen again. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. In this episode, let's do a Christmas movie, Bracket Battle Royale. friends welcome back to the show it is christmas time so we thought we'd do a very special christmas bracket showdown for this episode and we love doing the, the bracket royales with everyone on discord they're a lot of fun we have a 32 movie bracket that dawson helped me set up Dawson, thank you appreciate it so much we created the seating and you made an awesome bracket and we're also joined this episode by anthony DeMeo, a patron got i mean a chosen one tier patron a huge fan and friend of the show he actually made us our awesome podcast sign that we have in the studio, the Raiders of Lost podcast. And he did the first one too, the original one with our old logo, this marquee one that him and his wife Taylor made. And wow, you, you're the man. You've been a huge fan and supporter of ours for, it seems like, since we started yeah, the show. Back in the day. And we just can't thank you enough for your continued support, the last two years of support. And welcome to the show, man. How are you? Good. It's great to be here. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, everybody. And yeah, I just been looking forward to this for about three months because I planned out my. Uh, you chose someone to your patron. So I yeah. can get a Christmas episode. Hell yeah. How did you find the podcast? We had Teddy. I was sitting down, like feeding him, and I was just like scrolling through TikTok and I saw these two guys talking about movies and i was like okay like that was pretty cool and then <laughs> days went on seeing them more and more and the the clip that won you over was uh when you guys were both dressed as legolas i was like hey these guys are funny shit like, <laughs> this is good stuff i should tune in so i started with the very first episode and i've listened to the podcast i think three times through now so whoa yeah. that's it's crazy amazing, amazing. That's like how much I listen to Hans Zimmer. Yeah. yeah <laughs> really awesome. appreciate it so yeah. much. And so Anthony is going to help us do our Christmas bracket. And we, yeah. we, we need a third person. Yeah. So chosen one tiers. Once you become that patron, uh, you, after three months of being there, you get to come on the show for a guest segment. Usually it's a little short, but since we're doing a bracket, we needed a third person. We figured, why not just do this with Anthony since yeah. chosen one patron. He, he built the sign for us, two signs for us. He's, he's yeah. done so much for the show. And this is a great way, I think, to, to thank him. Just do a full episode with him. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I love Christmas movies. Some of my favorite ones are Christmas movies like Die Hard. Uh, we grew up loving Gremlins, and that's an excellent Christmas movie. I got Stripe here. He's terrific. He's on the set. Uh, but Elf is one of my favorites. The Grinch. So a lot of great 
family films and also other genres are set during the holidays. And there's some mature ones as well, like yeah. Bad Santa. Is Bad Santa rated R? I feel like it it's is. a hard R. It's, is it a hard R? It's, it's, it's almost an X, bro. some dark stuff in there. There's quite a lot of dark. There's some very mature content in there. So we have 32 movies. That means we have 16 opening matchups. We see it in 1 to 8 for four different sections. Typical bracket. Should be a lot of fun. We'll just go through each matchup and shoot the shit about each one and yeah. pick a winner for every category and every battle. I'm curious to see what happens. <laughs> First of all, what's everybody's favorite Christmas movie? Anthony DeMeo, what do you, what do you got? Uh, okay, so I was thinking about this, and I have two. I have Christmas Vacation, and I think Home Alone, because I like grew up watching that, and I related to that as a kid, and then uh, now that I'm older... Christmas vacation I relate to more because whenever you're a kid like you know it's just like the presents and the lights that's like the good stuff but then whenever you get older it's like oh crap like the the trees got caught on fire because of the cat like just everything <laughs> can go wrong, does go wrong on that and I think it's <clears throat> hilarious but I also think it's very relatable because everybody tries to plan the perfect Christmas and it never goes so yeah. So, so the adult, team. the adult perspective you appreciated on how you view the holiday. I, I get that. I gotta go yeah. with. I gotta go with Die Hard as my favorite Christmas movie. It's one of my favorite movies, uh, and it was a staple in our household. And I, I think it's absolutely uh, part of the genre of the Christmas movie genre. And we did a full episode on it. We it's it's so a legendary movie. Uh, there will never be an action movie like it, and it's just so much fun. And I, I really, really adore it. So that's number one for me. I, I hate to be the twin that orders the same thing as you at the restaurant, but I'm also going to go with Die Hard. It's just oh a, a goaded, goaded Christmas <laughs> movie. Come on, it's the best. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. One of our most watched movies ever. It's, it's just yeah. phenomenal. It's just, if I was going to do a Christmas Christmas movie, you know, like just like a normal Christmas movie, I would pick Elf. I would probably pick... I would pick Elf. All right, if I'm not counting Die Hard, I'd probably pick maybe... Either Home Alone or Nightmare Before Christmas. It's between those two. I, nice, love, nice. I love Nightmare Before Christmas a lot. Good picks. Now, how about we get into this bracket, gentlemen? Let's do it. Y'all ready? I was born ready. All right, oh, so yeah. round, round one, we have Elf, which is a one seed, versus a very Harold and Kumar Christmas. We can do the same uh, voting order, so I can vote first, and then we go me, Anthony, and then James. Anthony, Devony, Anthony DeMeo, James Devony. That's Perfect. the ordering? Yeah, all right, cool. We'll do that. All right, Anthony Devony, what do you got? This is a no-brainer. Since I just said it's my favorite Christmas Christmas, Christmas, Christmas movie, I'm going Christmas, Elf. Christmas, all right. Elf is an easy win on this. All right, so Anthony Devony votes on Elf. DeMeo, what do you got? I'm going to have to vote on Elf. One, because it's incredible, and two, because I haven't seen this other one. So, yeah. <laughs> Also, voting for Elf, obviously, it's one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell's hilarious. Everyone, everyone yeah. loves Buddy the Elf. It's Will great. Ferrell's amazing. John Favreau, it's his first movie. Uh, it's just lightning in a bottle. And it, is, it has become, you know, an iconic Christmas movie. Bum, 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 bum. We're going to do a whole full episode on it for Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday, yeah. So we won't talk too much about it, because yeah. we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. All right, next up, we have... How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the, the live action one with Jim Carrey, which was, what, 2001, versus Iron Man 3. <laughs> that is a Christmas movie. Oh. It's a Shane Black movie. So I'm going to go with, and I do think Iron Man 3 was a, a very good Marvel movie and it definitely stepped up from the second one. Uh, but I'm going to go with Jim Carrey and Ron Howard's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I think to this day, it's absolutely hysterical. And the physical performance, the makeup, and the weirdness of it, Ron Howard's tone is just like, it fit like the Dr. Seuss tone of it. It's like nothing like it. And it's a strange quality to the world that he created on the page. And I think Ron Howard did a phenomenal job making it. And it's, it, it's, it can seem weird on the surface, but it is so good. And it's all hinges on Jim Carrey. So it right? has to be weird. It has yeah. to fit Dr. Seuss and Whoville and everything mm -hmm. in, the, in the kind of design that he had in all of his books. Yeah. So Grinch for me. DeMeo, who you got? I am sorry, Tony. I am also doing The Grinch because oh! it is just one of it's one of my favorite Christmas movies as well. And I again grew up watching that and just like because before listening to you guys, I just watched the movies for the entertainment. But now after listening to all the details about like production design and everything, just like the sets that they were able to accomplish on that movie, yeah. like I did a bunch of like house renovations and stuff. 
I would get so pissed off whenever there wasn't a square edge. And if you watch <laughs> that movie, there's not a square edge, straight edge. Like, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, just the effort that they put into that movie is incredible. Yeah. This- Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great documentary of uh, the production. Now, um, Jim, even though it's unanimous decision right now that the Grinch is going to win, this one's kind of up in the air for me. I think... I would maybe go Iron Man 3. Mm. So Shane Black made it, which makes it a Christmas movie because every one of his movies is a Christmas movie. I love The Grinch and Jim Carrey's The Grinch. However, for me, the second half of that movie kind of drags. Uh-huh. The first 35 minutes of that film, perfect. It's incredible. But then it kind of just like, it loses me a little bit halfway. So I'm going to go, <laughs> I'm gonna go Iron Man 3, even though I lose. So Grinch wins, but I'm picking Iron Man 3. Nice. We got him. Next up. We have Trading Places. It was contested. A contested play. <laughs> we have Trading Places versus Scrooge. Scrooge with Bill Murray? Yes. Bill Murray, Scrooge versus Trading Places, which is the Dan Aykroyd, Eddie Murphy one. I'm going to go with Trading Places. I really like that movie. It's really fun. Uh, I like the, the fish out of... The, 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 it's basically the swapping story, but it's not like a, a out of the body swapping. It's just uh, hysterical how... The businessman of Dan Aykroyd swaps places with the um, the homeless man of Eddie Murphy and how their lives change. And Jamie Lee Curtis is great in that movie. She's got a great supporting role in it. I think it's really funny and has great dark humor. So I'm going on that. DeMeo? I am going to have to second that. I Because of the Scrooge adaptations, I think my favorite recently has been the uh, one with Jim Carrey, of course. So that tops that listing of Scrooge story. So yeah, I agree. I concur. Train Places yeah. is, a, is a better movie. I have a question. Is Muppets uh, Christmas Carol on this list? <gasps> Unsubscribed! Unsubscribed! Oh no, I think I missed it. That's one of my favorites too. We gotta put it on the list. I can't. I already made the bracket. Okay, it's okay. Sorry. Right. Sorry. It's, it's okay. It wouldn't win anyways. I'd, put it, I'd get it pretty high though. It's great. Have you seen it, Tamea? How about... Okay, what we can do yes, is... We can take all right. So, Train Place is going to win. So, how about this? Uh, there's a, a a few movies on here we can swap it with that we'll just remember. So, how about just a week one? Christmas with the Cranks. Get, yeah, that's it. Christmas with the Cranks is now Muppet Christmas. Perfect. That's all right. it. All right. Muppet's Christmas is great. I can't believe I, sure I forgot it. It's okay. It's okay. I was trying to do this real quick. Anyways, how could you forget Michael Crane? Moving on. We have Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Stop motion. Claymation. Claymation. Right. A classic yeah. versus the holiday. <laughs> you had the holiday on here, not Muppet Christmas. I, I had to get a little bit out of there. Everyone. Oh my god, dude! This is a this is another easy one. Rudolph, without question, yeah. it's, it's magical. It's so family friendly. The songs, uh, the voice acting. I love the claymation as a kid. It's it's an easy one for me. Rudolph wins. Tamea. Yep, I second that. It's just yep. he, after Santa, I think Rudolph is the uh, king of Christmas. So oh, yeah. anything with him is perfect. Yes, sir. Rudolph, Red Nose Reindeer, easy sweep, easy peasy. Sorry about that stuff, guys. All okay, right, moving on. Die Hard versus Just Friends. I'm sure, this is pretty easy. You had Just Friends on here, not a Muppet Christmas. Like I said, I had a little bit, <laughs> I had a little bit of everything on here. I had to put some wrong hey, on there. Do you, want, do you want to replace James on the show? <laughs> I mean, fly me out, boys. I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> irreplaceable. I'm just kidding. What were the options again? Die Hard versus Just Friends. Oh, die Hard, Die Hard, Die Hard. Y'all know why. <laughs> I think we're unanimous here, right? Yeah, easy peasy. Die Hard's easy. Yes. Explosion. Don't, even have, to, Christmas don't Christmas. even have to explain it. All right, next up we have a Charlie Brown Christmas versus Love Actually. Oh, so Love Actually is very... I like that one a lot. Um... But I gotta go Charlie Brown Christmas. It's too it's too amazing and it's just perfect for the holiday season. And as a kid, I really love watching that one. So I'm going Charlie Brown Christmas. To me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna follow suit and also go Charlie Brown Christmas. It's to me it's similar with Rudolph. It's just 
synonymous with Christmas and grew up watching it and love it. So excited to show the boys it. So yeah, yes. nice. Oh, that's so awesome. It's one of those um, movies you, we grew up watching every Christmas. It's yeah. one of those staples mm-hmm. just as kids. Cause even though Charlie Brown was on so much younger earlier than we were alive, yeah. it still lasted a long time. It's still kind of timeless. Moving on to the Santa Claus versus the nights before. Oh, this is actually the first. This is a tough one because I really like the night before. Those three are great together. Oh man, Rogan, uh, Levitt, and uh, Mackie. Yeah, that's terrific. So, I, I, have you ever seen the Nathan Fielder like fake interview he does of them? He interviews the three of them for the movie uh-huh. the night before. Mackie, JGL, and Seth Rogen. But he's just like savagely dry roasting the <laughs> hell out of them. Uh, so like bad. between two ferns style. Because him yeah. and Seth Rogen, like, I think they went to improv school together. Nathan used to help write for him. Yeah, so it was obviously all a joke, but the interview, yeah. if you don't know, it seems like he's just being a really mean, bad interviewer. It's, yeah. it's, it's really hysterical. I'll recommend it. It's on YouTube. Nathan Fielder interviewing the night before cast. So this is a tough choice, but I'm going to Santa Claus because I think Tim Allen as Santa uh, is just uh, the best iteration of Santa Claus in movies. I got to go with that. Santa Claus. Demand. I again, yeah, copying. If I'm doing Santa Claus as well, I'm super excited. I've been asking for years for Santa Claus series, <laughs> but no one ever. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm Santa Claus. Yeah, I think this yeah. kind of layup. I mean, the first time was gonna be easy. Not exactly yeah. a layup. I like the night before, but it has nothing on the Santa Claus. Yeah. It's great. It's a great adult uh, humor Christmas movie. Yeah, it's terrific. Yeah, it's just like a yeah. Michael Shannon has a great little cameo in it. Yeah, I mean, freaking uh, Miley Cyrus in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good cast. Cool. All right, next up we got Gremlins versus. Jingle all the way. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. I must get the present for my son. <laughs> the action figure. <laughs> we love that movie, but Gremlins, I think, is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Joe Dante did a terrific job, Chris Columbus, with the script and the Spielberg production. I actually just watched it a couple weeks ago, and I was like, it still holds up. So I got Stripe right here. I'm going Gremlins. Some people forget that it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's it's got great horror. It's got excellent horror in it. I loved it. Tomato? Yeah, I'm, again, I'm going to have to go Gremlins, too. I'm always a sucker for little uh, little creatures in movies, so. <laughs> Same. Yep. Easy sweep, Gremlins. And James, as a kid, actually named his cat Gizmo. After yeah, Gizmo in the movie. Yeah. That's how much I love Gremlins. True story. Yeah. True story. I named my cat Zorro because of um, Mask of Zorro, and then James named Gizmo Gizmo. Very cute. We've always been obsessed with movies. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Elf versus how the Grinch Stole Christmas live action. Okay, so the first round was all easy ones. Kind This is where it's getting interesting. So the elf versus the Grinch. I love the Grinch. I love it, but I think Elf is a really phenomenal holiday movie. And Will Ferrell's performance is just terrific. I gotta go Elf. Tomato? Oh, man, this is where I uh, I break the trend. I'm sorry, but I got to go Grinch. Oh, I was here Grinch. for the tiebreaker. Here we go. <laughs> I know here for tiebreaking purposes, but <laughs> we just, my, uh, Taylor and I just watched this the other night, and it just brought me back to my childhood and growing up watching it, <laughs> and it just, there are even, like, adult jokes in it that yeah. obviously you could go over as a, your head as a kid, but it's just incredible, and I love the elf, but just the third act there it just the singing at the end oh the second hand embarrassment <laughs> i get i don't know why it just gets me so that's why i'm going grinch over elf what's it gonna be all right i'm the tiebreaker a lot of pressure here we go honestly i think both these movies for me have the same issue where they kind of drop off in the third act so you hate them both i hate them both you're right um oh man it's actually tough oh my god <laughs> i think this is tough. Elf or Hollywood Stole Christmas? I think I'm gonna go. Use your gut, man. Hollywood Stole Christmas. Oh, Elf Ooh. is eliminated. Elf is gone. Now a, a one seed favorite is gone. See you later. See Good ya. I took them out. See you later, Will Ferrell. <laughs> now we see who the favorite Anthony is. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't expect it. Well, that's, that's obvious. So soon. Wow, I can live with that. It's okay. I love the Grinch. Moving on to Trading Places versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Easy peasy going Rudolph. Okay, DeMeo. 
Rudolph. Same, Rudolph. See you later. See you later, alligator. All right. Die Hard versus our Charlie Brown Christmas. Sorry, Charlie Brown. John McClane showed up. He's, he's <laughs> busting a cap in your ass. <laughs> oh, 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 I have a machine gun. DeMeo. Yeah. Uh, die Hard. Die Hard. Die Hard. Hands. 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 <laughs> Hands. <laughs> Hands. 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 I forget. Whenever one of you guys shared your uh, Spotify wrapped and it was Hans Zimmer, I literally was sitting there in the family room and I went, Hans. And Hans. Yeah, Are we, you I got, okay? uh, I got uh, uh, it was a 10,000, <laughs> this guy's crazy, who would I marry? 9,000 minutes of Hans listened to. Yeah, I was, yeah. we were both in the top 0.5% of Hans listeners. Yeah, I want to get the 0.01% next. Oh, I got to get that too, man. Yeah, it must be decibels of five only. Yeah, maybe because 0.05 is pretty... Pretty up there, top tier. I think I can blow up. I want point zero one. I can make it happen. All right, moving on to the Santa Claus versus Gremlins. Oh, this is a good matchup. They're very different movies. I'm gonna go because I just watched it again and just fell in love with it again. I'm going Gremlins because of the blend of the horror with the comedy and the creature design. Uh, actually, really nice cinematography too. So I'm going Gremlins. To me, I am going to have to go with. Santa Claus, unfortunately, just the uh, Christmas, the or- origins of Santa. Oh, just, it's great. Stuff. How do we get the Santa. new Santa Claus? How did Santa gain all that weight? <laughs> <laughs> this year, you'll find out. <laughs> all right, Santa Claus. Hey, man, you know what Santa for? Actually, it's your opinion. Yeah, I guess that's true. Mine's going to be Gremlins. Come Gremlins. on. It's great. It's great. So you guys- so you guys hate me. Okay, that's fine. We did. See you later, Tim Allen. No, we can never hate you, bud. <laughs> All right, here we go. Another tough one. How the Grinch Stole Christmas, live action, versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This is tough. This is really tough. This is the toughest one so far. Ah, oh, man. Island Misfit Toys and everything. The Abominable Snowman. Hmm. I'm going to go with... I'm going with Rudolph. Okay. It's just a, such a such a pure, terrific Christmas movie. Going Rudolph. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say I also agree. I think I'm gonna go with Rudolph too. Just it just is Christmas. Just, you know, there's I would just say the childhood flashbacks with the Clippers is probably what takes takes the cake for seeing Rudolph for the Grinch when he's little and he has like the Clippers. He got some yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that whole sequence I always watch I'm like ah, it doesn't really work it's okay it was a, the lady's name but it's his rise yeah it's rise rise villain origins um yeah I'm going a sweep by Rudolph in the semifinals of the Grinch Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer over the Grinch Rudolph has legs man let's go he's got four of them got four of them <laughs> alright here is another toughie Die Hard versus Gremlins. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. This but, is tough. Oh, man. Maybe tough for Anthony. It's easy for me, though. <laughs> I gotta... I, oh, man. I gotta pick Die Hard. I love Gremlins, but I gotta pick Die Hard. I was gonna say, I'm, I'm thinking uh, John McClane's got some legs as well. Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna go with... Hmm. Come to California. Have a couple of laughs. <laughs> We're going Die Hard, baby. We're going to Nakatomi Tower. Oh, man. Which is actually on the west side if anyone lives in L.A. Yeah. It's right in uh, West Over City, Santa yeah, Monica yeah. area. Been to it a few times. Um, cool. Die Hard beats Gremlins in the semifinals. Now, no, this is the semifinals now. Sorry. So it's between Rudolph and Die Hard. The winner of this round goes to the championship. So Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer versus Die Hard, which is the better Christmas movie? <laughs> oh, man. Um, I mean, it's tough for what defines a Christmas movie. But I think we're gonna put I gotta put Die Hard in there. Die Hard. Tom McClain. I was gonna say I'm probably gonna do Rudolph just because of how Chris like again is Christmas, but I'll yeah. I'm very fine with taking that L. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta take that L, bro. You know it's coming. Yeah, that's all. That's and all. I know I know yeah. me and Anthony are twins, so we say a lot of the same things and it's a lot of the same opinions, but we just love Die Hard so much. Yeah. Sorry, I know some people debate whether it's a Christmas movie or not, but it's 100% a Christmas movie. So Die Hard moves into the championship round. But Red, Rudolph is definitely like more Christmassy. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. But Die Hard's going. 
Going to the finals, Die Hard. Congratulations, John McClane. All right. This episode is sponsored by MoviePosters.com, the number one place to get your posters online today. Head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our special promo code Raiders10 to get 10% off your order today. They have a gigantic selection of pretty much every movie and TV show in their poster library, as well as all sorts of sizes, framing, and even backlighting for your poster needs. For the holidays, they have every Christmas movie in their library. And if you want to get a poster for the holidays for any friends, family, or loved ones, it is the best place to go. Head on over to MoviePosters.com and use our promo code Raiders10 to get 10% off your order today. And thank you so much to Black Magic Design for providing us with two Black Magic Pocket Cinema G2 6K cameras that we use to film our show with. Now, these are incredible, affordable cinema cameras, only a couple grand a pop. They have EF mount lenses, so they're compatible with even Canon lenses, so you don't even have to get new ones if you have camera Canon products. But these Black Magic cameras are incredible for independent filmmakers, videographers who are on a budget. You get incredible 6K, 4K. We used them on some segments in our short film, and they came in so much handy. Thank you so much to Black Magic Design for these incredible cinema cameras. All right, let's head on into a quick intermission, which I forgot to do, but Anthony and Anthony both prepared one, so you grill me. I'm the guy who does the job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> who set the cameras up in this place? <laughs> All right, let's start with our, our quote competition. All right, here's the quote. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Oh, I know this. DeMeo. Um, sounds familiar, but I am blanking right now. Terminator. I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, it would have been a dead giveaway if you did the accent. Yeah, I didn't do it on purpose. All right, Tamara, you got a quiz question? I mean, a quote for us? Yes, sir, I do. Um, Let me pull it up. Okay. <clears throat> it's not a dress. It's a kilt, sicko. Oh, that sounds so familiar. It's not a dress. It's a kilt. If you guys need a hint, I can do a uh, impression. Hmm. Address it's a kilt. Hmm. Yeah, I need a hint. Jim, do you need a hint? Yeah. Is it? Is it? No, it's not train spotting. No, it's not. Nope. All right. What, what's the hint? It's not a dress. It's a kilt. Sigal. That was a very bad. Uh. Very oh. bad. Uh... You did your best, man. I'm stumped. I'm stumped too. I don't know. It is Jim Carrey and the Grinch. Whenever he's trying oh, on the oh outfits. Oh my god! Oh my god! We just talked about it like ten times today. Oh my god! It's when he's trying to find an outfit for the party. Yeah, says it to the dog, right? Yeah. To Max. To Max. Yep. All right. Guess this movie release year. Terminator Two: Judgment Day. What year did it come out? I'm gonna say 1984. Tomato. Oh, we we lost. He's good. Oh, there we go. So wait, what did you say? Terminator Two. What's the movie release here? Um, gonna go nineteen eighty-five. Ninety-one. Ninety-one. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What on earth? That makes a lot because Edward Furlong was. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot Good of thing sense. I don't run a the podcast. <laughs> the original is like 84, right? The original is 82, I want to say. It could be. They're pretty far apart. Yeah. My gosh. All right, what's next? Tomato, what's your movie release here? Hacksaw Ridge. 2016. 2018. It's 2016. <sighs> what a year. Oh, yeah. What a year. All right. Here's my quiz. What is the name of the actor who played the T-1000 Terminator in Terminator 2? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, no, no idea whatsoever. Brian. No. Randy. No. Chris. S Swanson. Sam Samsonite. Samsonite. Patrick. Robert, Robert Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Patrick is the actor. All right. All right, Daniel, what's your quiz question? 
what is the longest running television program in history? And a hint, everyone has seen it. Longest running television program in history. So it's all oh, have to be a sitcom. Doctor Who. I'm going with um, Saturday Night Live. You're both wrong. It's Sesame Street. Oh, how many years, you know? <laughs> um, well, that was actually going to be the uh, the redemption question. Uh, how many... Well, How many years? Its first episode was uh, November 10th, 1969. The Redemption wow. is how many episodes do you guys think there have been? How many episodes? It comes out every day, maybe? A new episode? Hmm. I'm going with every day. Every weekday, right? I think, it's, week? I yeah. think it's every weekday. There's a new episode, yeah. which is insane. Every weekday. Um, I mean, if it's been like that for 40 years, I'm going, uh, 15,200 episodes. I'm going to oh, say <laughs> so if we go, um, twelve hours <laughs> just say a number. 16,206. Actually, I was it's uh I'm pretty sure it is one once a week instead of once every day because oh, okay. It's uh 4,632 episodes oh, okay, of 53 yeah, seasons. Yeah. It's only once a week. Yeah, so. Also, it's played once a week that, makes a lot more sense. Yeah. That would be yeah. insane to do a mo- an episode every day. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That's that's be, that's not, they're small. There's a production on I that. Say, Elmo looks oh, yeah. incredible for that. Oh, yeah. That's bananas. Wow, I didn't know it was that, that was the longest. Man, it's been around for a while. Great quiz question. Great quiz question. And what else do we have? We have some unsubscribes. Unsubscribes. We got the haters, unsubscribers. What do we got, Anthony? Anything good? Oh, yeah. We got some, we got some good ones. I hope so. All right. So, one second. All right. Alexander Vickery. When you mentioned Aaron Taylor Johnson and Daniel Kaluuya as possible John Jason Bonds, as possible Jason Slow Bonds. down, Anthony! <laughs> when, you, when you, hold on, let me take this off. When you mentioned Aaron Taylor Johnson and Daniel Kaluuya as possible James Bonds, you forgot to mention Marvel Star before their names, so unfortunately, no! <laughs> I have to unsubscribe. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> CJ Hassel wrote in our Departed episode, not French, unsubscribed! <laughs> And then, uh, this is a good one. Paul Cantu, the youngest, D'Artagnan, unsubscribe. <laughs> he had three Musketeers character. We were like, D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> Not French, unsubscribe. <laughs> um, that's it for uns- unsubscribes. But that, those are three good ones. We have a great five-star review from uh, G. Simon. Phenomenal podcast. Been a listener for a little over a year now and had to hop from Spotify to leave this five-star review. Wow, we really appreciate that. I found these guys on TikTok and they have an insane dedication and love for film and it shows by how great and detailed each episode is. They go out of their way to respond to fans and have great chemistry with each other. They also look so much alike. I almost believe they could be twins. Just kidding, guys. Keep up the awesome work and have a Merry Christmas or else Santa might... Unsubscribe. <laughs> Thank you so much, pal. We really appreciate you not just leaving a review, but hopping from Spotify to Apple Podcasts and iTunes to leave the review, yeah. which anyone can do with an email. Thanks, pal. Uh, my streaming recommendation for today is Muppets Christmas Carol. If you haven't seen it, it is actually really beautiful cinematography and excellent production design. I think it's the greatest film adaptation of the Christmas Carol story. Um, the songs are amazing. The Muppets like pitch perfect performances. And then Michael Caine is a great um, lead for the film. Uh, I love the movie. It's surprisingly well made production wise. And it's just stunning. Why does that surprise you? Because in Muppets, you wouldn't expect like world-class cinematography. True. You know, that's what that, that's what I mean. Muppets were huge though for a while. Oh no. Yeah. But like they, it, like this, the cinematography of this, of this movie is gorgeous. Yeah. It's like unbelievably nice. I mean, movies used to be, the average movie used to be stellar. Yeah. Not stellar, but they're a lot better than they are. But I love the movie a lot. I think what? it's the best. What? They're not stellar anymore? Yeah, what are you talking about? The average movie is just oh, like the average. Today. Oh, the average. I thought you just meant movies in general. No, no, there are we yeah, amazing movies. I mean, yeah. like, the average movie is different than it used to be okay, 20 see, years ago, 30 years ago. I think that digital cinematography has a lot to do with that, too. Yeah. I yeah. think, and just expedition, yeah. expedition of yeah. efficient filmmaking and stuff yeah. like that. Anyways, 
Not that I don't believe. I love movies. You hate movies? I hate, I hate all movies. You hate I hate movies? Every, oh my goodness. I hate every single movie I despise. Um, DeMeo, uh, <laughs> what were we doing again? The streaming uh, stream recommendation. I was going to say anything on this list. That's true. Anything season. on this list. Except Just Friends. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Just Friends is kind of cute. It's so not kind of it's it's kind of cute. It's so it's kind of cute. It's okay. It's all right. It's not the best. It lost I, I recommend it. It lost in the first round. <laughs> I recommend um, the Last Duel, which is on HBO Max. We're joining um, just the, the, the we're joining the Extra Credits podcast uh, to do an episode on it, and we can't wait to talk about it. So check them out. Us out on their podcast. We're gonna be on their show, yeah. yeah. On Extra Credits Podcast. It's a great movie if you haven't seen it. Um, so good. I love it. So That's a good recommendation. Cool. All right, cut. Yeah. There we go. Uh, awesome. Thanks. Now, on to the other half of the bracket. Let's go. Let's start off and begin with our first fight. We have <laughs> our first battle. Home Alone versus Spirited. The new Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds Christmas movie. Oh, um, I'm going Home Alone. It's too iconic. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just a, so memorable, legendary. Yeah, that's the one. Easy pick. Demeo? Yeah, I was going to say Home Alone. That's probably my most watched every December. Yeah, definitely. I haven't I haven't seen the new one yet, but I... I heard it's horrible. Really? I, I heard it's it might horrible. be the worst movie of the year yeah. last year. I heard a bunch movie. of people said it's the oh, worst geez. movie they've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> they should have remade it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, definitely Home uh, Alone then. Of course it's Home Alone. You know, this is one of the best Christmas movies of all time. Chris Columbus directed his butt off for this movie. Great practical filmmaking, lots of practical effects. Plus, John Williams' score is tremendous. If you, if anyone hasn't listened to it in a long time, or you only listen to it when you watch the movie, put it on in the car sometime. It's wonderful, and you get the great silent film kind of humor. You know, yeah, slapstick, the physical slapstick is great. And freaking, uh, what's his name? Joe Pesci released this and Goodfellas in the same year. Same, same year these performances came out, which is crazy. Talk about range. And, uh, and like, and this is probably such done. a stress relief. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. It's such a precursor to Sorcerer's Stone and Chris Columbus doing the first Harry Potter movie and Chamber of Secrets, just like kind of similar aesthetics and vibes. It was actually funny because, uh, when Tay and I were watching Home Alone, she was like, why does this feel like Harry Potter? And I'm like, oh, I know why. Exactly, right? It feels like <laughs> Harry Potter, but Harry Potter feels like yeah. Home Alone. And, like, you can even, like, swap the scores out and they kind of feel similar. Lots of the same elements that John Williams used. In the HP films, you can hear them definitely prominently in Home Alone. I wonder if it was the same DP as well. Let me just check really quick. I bet it was. They look pretty similar. I wouldn't be surprised because the directors usually like to work with the same DPs a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, it will. No, different DP. But it's like strong directors with a strong visual aesthetic will be able to get the same look um, with a different DP. Like Chris Nolan with two different DPs pretty much has the same still look. John Hughes actually wrote the screenplay for Home Alone. Yeah, cool. I did not know that. That's wild. Um, moving on to an actual pretty good battle right here. We have A Christmas Story versus Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, these are, these are a pretty good uh, battle for the first round for this one. I'm going to go A Christmas Story. It's got uh, just such great humor and the, uh, great comedy in this that the Miracle on 31st Street doesn't have, although that's still a very good movie. Um, I'm going Christmas Story. Man. I am also going Christmas Story. Just the don't shoot your eye out, kid. Just mm-hmm. yeah. Right. There's a lot of great moments in that yeah. film. Personally, I think Christmas Story is a little overrated. <laughs> I, I kind of can't stand Ralphie sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would vote America on 34th Street here, but I lose. So Christmas Story is making it to the next round. Next up, we have Bad Santa versus Home Alone Two. Bad Santa. I love that movie. It's still... <laughs> Can I fix you some sandwiches? I'm on my lunch break. What is the what the hell is up with you? Fix some goddamn sandwiches. <laughs> I love that movie it's so much. It's got such great raunchy adult humor. Uh, Billy Bob is terrific. It's, I think it's his best performance. It's his best role. That's his best. Damn good in it. Yeah, I love it. Going bad, Santa. What do you got, Tamayo? I <clears throat> I was actually going to go Home Alone two. Because one, it's a great. I think it's a great sequel to Home Alone. It doesn't. It's very hard to make another Home Alone, but they did a good job. But also, 
I have not seen Bad Santa, so don't hate me. Oh, oh man, put on the watch list. Check it out. out. Yeah, it's really it's good. It's so funny. All right, I highly recommend it because I'm gonna go Bad Santa because it's so damn funny. Yeah, uh, Bernie Maxson's movie as well is super hilarious, but it's we need like R-rated or adult movies like this in the yeah in that genre. Yeah, for sure. Moving on to the next battle, we have Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. This is the classic animated version versus Friday After Next. <laughs> I forgot that's a Christmas movie. I'm going the animated Grinch. It's a classic and one of the all-timers, I think. Mm-hmm. Animated Grinch. Yeah, same. I think it's a clean sweep. Easy. With, the, with the song, that's so much. Like, that, like, when you hear that song, it's, like, so what you associate with Christmas. Yeah, great narration as well. It's a classic. Moving on to another one seed here. We got The Nightmare Before Christmas versus The Family Man. Oh, that's a nice Nick Cage movie. You put it on last week, I remember. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Nightmare Before Christmas. It's too uh, incredible of a a vision for an animated film. It's wonderful, the design, the music, uh, the idea. I really, really love that film. Um, It's terrific. Yeah, I agree. Nightmare Before Christmas. Yep, Nightmare Before Christmas gets the sweep. Obviously, it's incredible. And although I do like The Family Man, I love the concept of it. Yeah, it's a pretty well-made movie. I think it was Ron Reiner made it. Um, But I love the idea of, like, you go into a different... You go into a different life you could have had if you made different decisions in your past. I think it's really interesting because everyone always thinks about, like, if I made this one decision, my life would be completely different. And it's really interesting to watch a movie of a guy who does that and his life's completely different. He ends up choosing that life. It's really great. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, kind of like the idea of a Christmas Carol of looking at a different version of yourself, but actually experiencing it um, because he spends like a month in that life. Mm-hmm. But before we move on, for The Grinch, which do you guys prefer, the animated or the live action Grinch? That's a good question. I would say... I, I'd say I would go animated. DeMeo? I was going to say, I think I would go probably the live action, but I also, the 2018 Grinch with the one with Benedict Cumberbatch, that wasn't on here, and that one's actually pretty good too, if you guys haven't seen it. I so heard good things about I'd that say one. I, w- I would put the live action first, and then the 2018 Grinch, and then the original Gotcha. I would go live action. That made a boatload of money. The uh, it's it it like eight hundred mil box yeah. office, something like that. Big hit. Something crazy. Yeah. So it's like crazy to like hear what Benedict Cumberbatch <clears throat> can do with his voice. Like the range that he it doesn't even sound like him half the time. I'm like, holy. Crap, I gotta check it out. Good. I mean, he was yeah. great. Smile. Yeah. I was gonna say All Teddy right. watches that movie about six times a day, so I know it's back in hand <laughs> yeah. right now. Once a, once a kid likes a movie, they will just watch it on repeat, day in, day out. Yeah, it, it's it's really funny. Sorry, small rant. Uh, there's this one scene, if you guys ever see it, he goes into uh, Who Foods instead of Whole Foods. And <laughs> he's just like, he's walking around and he picks up a can of pickles out of somebody's cart and puts it in his mouth. And then he like gags and spits it out and puts it in somebody else's basket Teddy screams laughing during that part. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but we could be anywhere in the house and we just hear him screaming. We're just like, okay, he's in Who Foods. Okay. <laughs> That's so cute. You know what? You should uh, show him some like Charlie Chaplin clips or maybe even Buster Keaton clips. I bet oh, he yeah. like, the, the physical humor he might love. Yeah, probably. Huh. Or the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Teddy is uh, Anthony's son. And he's expecting oh, him and yeah. his wife are him and Taylor are expecting another in the next day or two tomorrow. <laughs> Twelve hours. When we're, we're recording this. So. <laughs> right now. She's in the she's in labor right now. But we got more important things to do. We gotta do the podcast. So we'll get, we get back there when you get there. But let's let's do this first. Yeah, I told her uh, she's in the car right now. I told her to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> just get a mop. <laughs> just jokes, everyone. Just jokes. Moving on. <laughs> next battle. We have It's I'm a Wonderful joking. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have It's a Wonderful Life versus The Polar Express. Oh, this is easy. It's a Wonderful Life. Jimmy Stewart, The Holidays, a Polar Express. It's sweet, but uh, in retrospect, the animation is kind of creepy. But what's really interesting about Polar Express is Tom Hanks actually played the major roles. He played Santa, 
He played the conductor, and he also played the boy. They just had a uh, young boy actor voice the character, but Tom Hanks performed the motion capture for the boy as well. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, so he did those three roles of, of most motion capture. Jeez, control freak. Yeah. <laughs> I think he just was like, him and Zemeckis were like, would have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, I'm kidding. And they were experimenting with the technology, but he did, he performed as a boy. You should make a clip about that. I think it, there's some documentary footage of it. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I will make a TikTok clip about it. But I'm going with uh, that losing, though. All right, DeMeo, what do you got? What you got, pal? Can you hear us? I am, oh, I can hear you now. I am going, uh, Polar Express as well. Yeah, just the the hot chocolate song. We uh once we listen to that, it's stuck in our head for like a week. So <laughs> Yep, we're going Polar Express. I'm gonna go It's a Wonderful Life, personally. I agree with Danny. Polar Express, I think the book's better than the movie. I love we did love that book. In my opinion, yeah. the book I think is better than the movie. Even though it's a short book, but yeah. that's what I'm going with. All right. It's a wonderful life wins. Yeah. It's a wonderful life wins. Moving on to the next round, we have uh, Christmas Vacation versus Krampus. I'm going Christmas Vacation just because Chevy, you know, is prime. It's just great comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the uh, the families dynamics b- between everyone. It's just very relatable, tongue in cheek, excellent physical comedy, raunchy. It's got everything. It's got a, like the total package for a, for a movie of his type. Yeah. So that's it. I agree. Demayo, what do you got? Yeah, Christmas Vacation. This is one of my favorites, and I, actually, I might watch this more than Home Alone every year. It's I my mom hates that I grew up on it, but <laughs> I grew up on it, and yeah, it's one of my favorites. We actually watched Vegas Vacation a lot when we were kids. Yeah, I love that. We had that on the house a ton. I'm gonna go with Christmas Vacation as well. Krampus, I like though. It's a cool horror movie. If anyone hasn't seen it, uh, and Scott Scott is the lead. Uh, Tony Collette's in it as well. It's really excellent for a horror film. Especially. Adam Scott? What did I say? I think it's like M. Scott or something. No, I said Adam Scott. Oh, you just Scott? mumbled. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> you just like kind of mumbled it. Adam's, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Adam Scott from Parson and Reg. Adam Scott. And Severance. Adam and Scott. And don't call him dumb, man. No, Adam. Adam Scott. He's, he sounds like he's saying calling him dumb. Yeah, it's kind of so, rude, especially on this yeah, Christmas season. Adam Scott has unsubscribed. He's no longer a patron. Uh, but Christmas it's is okay. Cool, he was a two dollar. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation wins. All right, next next up we have Klaus, the really yeah. excellent Netflix animated movie versus Muppet Christmas. Oh no! <laughs> I can't believe these are up against each other. You see how these face when I said Klaus? He's like, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> our our friend put it on their house. And uh, I walked in five minutes into it. I was like, oh, what is this? And she was like, oh, it's, it's Klaus. And I just started, I was like, I was doing something. And I was like, I'll sit down and watch a couple minutes. And then I was hooked. Same. And it was wonderful. Watch the whole thing. It's a wonderful movie. This is, this is like a semifinal matchup. Sit dang. Man, um, I'm going to go. But Muppet's Christmas, Muppet's Christmas Carol is so good. Uh, and Michael Caine. Uh, Mark Card. I'm going Muppet's Christmas Carol. All right. Demeo, what do you got? I was gonna say I'm gonna go Muppets Christmas Carol too. I like you. You walked in on it. I also walked in on it, Klaus, and I was like, oh, like. So I sat down, watched it all, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. But just Muppets Christmas again, yeah. childhood. Yeah, it's a really good Christmas movie, Carol qu- story. Is so good. Yeah, it's excellent. All right, Muppet Christmas wins. Although I think I would have voted Klaus. I like that movie a well, lot. Don't say what you think you would have voted. What were you going to vote? Well, I would have voted Klaus. Okay, so but you, yeah, you can still vote. I mean, you lost, but I lost. So you vote Klaus. <laughs> Muppet Christmas. Just Carol take your wins. L. Yeah, just take it, man. Taking this L. All right, now we have the battle of the two young blonde kids. Home Alone versus Christmas Story. Oh, boy. Oh, this is from easy for me. I also think Christmas Story is a little overrated. I like it a lot, but I, I think it's nowhere near like the caliber of Home Alone is for a Christmas movie. So I'm going Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Got yeah, I'm also going home alone. The uh, just Kevin is a complete menace, and <laughs> with uh, again with Christmas uh, Christmas story being overrated, I uh, there was one year I haven't watched it in like seven years because there was one year where I started it, and then my mom came in. She was like, "Oh, can you restart?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and then we go a little bit further, 
And then my like sister came in. She was like, oh, can we restart? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Six hours later, never got to the end. I'm like, I'm done with this. And I walked oh out. Oh, my God. Side. Oh, my God. This is a clean so, yeah. sweep, guys. Home Alone, easy peasy. Oh, Home Alone's going far. Yeah, I can see it going places. <laughs> Next up, we have Bad Santa versus Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the animated classic. I'm going the animated Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. DeMeo? I concur. I'm going Bad Santa, but that loses to How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It was close for me. I almost picked it. Oh, got a tough one here, kind of. We have next the nightmare before Christmas versus it's a wonderful life. This is a tough one, Jerry Store. This is a really great matchup. I'm gonna go. It's a wonderful life. Mm, I love it. It's, it's such an endearing film. All right, DeMeo. What you got? Um. Now? Yeah, and I have to second that. Yeah. Whoa! Oh, see you later. Guys, you killed me! God damn it! <laughs> Alright, it's the rules. Nightmare for Christmas. You gotta kill your darlings, oh, man. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's painful. <laughs> it's a tough matchup. It's a Wonderful Life. It's a great movie. Yeah, it is really good, but Nightmare. Oh, so good. Anyways, we'll do it on a Halloween bracket. And you can go Next up, we have. There we go. Um, Christmas Vacation versus. Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol, man. Muppets. I love it. Tomato. I got to stray away from the pack. I'm going Christmas Vacation. Ooh. Hey, man, I'm straying away with you. Anthony's on his own now. We're going Christmas Vacation. Oh. <laughs> See you later, Muppets. Oh, Not here. Oh, man. Not in here. Oh, man. That's too bad. It's too bad. All right, next up, we have Home Alone versus Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'm going Home Alone. You get John Williams' score is just so amazing, and then the comedy's great. Gotta go home alone. The man? Yep, I agree. Home alone, just so much fun and always, always laughing watching it, no matter how clean, many times I've seen it. Clean sweep, clean sweep. All right, next up we have It's a Wonderful Life versus Christmas Vacation. I'm going It's a Wonderful Life. I gotta go Christmas Vacation. Hmm. Tough choice. Looks like Jim's tough choice. here. I mean, what do, what do we got to do to win you over here? <laughs> what do I got to do? Demeo, what you want? Convince me, guys. He wants Christmas vacation to go all the way. Convince me, guys. Debate. Well, so one, one of life is such a remarkable story about family and uh, understanding what's important in life uh, is really the connections you make with others. Yeah. And yeah. Totally. And looking back on on the impact you have on the town and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what really yeah. matters. Yeah. And, Family and celebration of life and the holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, convince me about Christmas vacation. What do you got? I could say the same exact thing, but then also add uh, Christmas trees blowing up. Hilarious. True. Um, True. Uh, the light's not working. Very funny. Shitter's full. Shitter's full. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. And then the, the relationship right, I made my, I made my decision. so funny. I, I made my decision. Oh yeah, isn't it um uh Julia Marie, uh, Julia Dreyfus? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know, Margot. <laughs> so um, funny. it's a wonderful life. You got me. It oh. is an amazing. It is an amazing movie. All right. Yes. We got. We got to have a classic go all the way. Almost. All right. This is uh, the semifinal matchup on this side of the bracket. We have Home Alone versus It's a Wonderful Life. Man, this is a. Uh, the winner goes to the championship against Die Hard. This is it. This, this is, that is it. Oh boy. I'm going home alone. Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> DeMeo? I'm going home alone. Home alone. Home well. alone. John McClane. John McClane is shivering in his oh, timbers. Oh my goodness. I had a feeling this would be the final. Oh, here we go. Oh, wow. We are in the finals now. Everyone, I know some people might be hurt by some of the choices we've made. You know, I'm sad that Nightmare for a Christmas got taken out, but I'm sad Muppets are gone. Muppets are gone. We've had some Elf got taken out in the second round. Yeah, Elf, Elf was uh, upset. Rudolph going all the way to the semis. Who saw that? That's pretty wild. Yeah. The semifinals, it was Rudolph, Red Nose, Reindeer, Die Hard, Home Alone, and It's a Wonderful Life. 
That was the final four, yeah. Final four. Now we have Die Hard versus Home Alone. Anthony, you are first to vote. Which is the better Christmas movie? This is tough. It is tough. I had a feeling this would be the final showdown. And I'm going to say... Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Die Hard. Die Hard, baby. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tomeo. Who you got? Home Alone or Die Hard? I feel like I'm going to be uh, getting beat up by the Devony twins here, but I think Home Alone. Ooh, well, hey, I think that's the universal winner. If you ask, like, the population, like, this would get the most votes. Oh, man, I have to make the decision. God damn it. So it's you, Jim. What's it going to be? You brought me in. This is you stressful. brought me in to be the tiebreaker. True, right? Wow. Well, this is tough. Yeah, this, this is, is tough. It's the final showdown. It's really tough. Um, holy crap. A lot for me, which is the better Christmas movie? These are the two my two favorites for sure. Yeah. Let's see. If I'm sitting down, it's Christmas Eve. I'm gonna put a Christmas movie on. Is it gonna be Die Hard or Home Alone? I know it's gonna be. I know it's gonna be. Oh, this is tough. You know what? Ah. <laughs> Die Hard wins! Die Hard, I'm sorry guys. Die Hard. People are probably punching their radio. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Die Hard I wins. Knew, when, you, you, when you told the story of like what you would do, you you would you would put Die Hard. I know you would put Die Hard. I almost put it on last week. Yeah, just because... <laughs> oh my god. Wow. That was a lot of fun. That was good. I think you did that a great job. interesting bracket. Yeah, I mean, Gremlins made it three rounds, made it to the... Third round, which is cool. Yeah, I'm sh- Rudolph went so far. I'm shocked how early Elf got eliminated. Yeah, he went up against Grinch, and we just took it out, man. You guys took it out. I was going to say, I feel like if Elf was against, like, Easier somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, if it was, it like, the bottom far. right bracket, yeah. it probably would have given Home Alone a run for its money. Yeah, it got bad luck in the seating. It's a wonderful world. A wonderful Life did really well. Man, but, I mean, I think we had a great Final Four with Rudolph, It's a Wonderful Life, Die Hard, and Home Alone. I think that's a great balance. That's a solid four. Of, like, like, real Christmas movies, then Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> and some kids and then adult. You know, I think, I think that was a great plan, and I think we did a good job, guys. Thank you so much to Dawson yeah. for putting this together for us. We appreciate yeah. it. Al. We appreciate it, bud. Uh, you're awesome. He's uh, He quoted himself. He called himself on when he pulled it up. He gave himself a bracket name, a title, like the king of brackets or something like that. Let me let me see what he said. It was it cracked <laughs> me up uh, this morning when we were putting it together. Dawson said that he is. Hold on, bear with me. Bear with me. Pull it up. He is. Aren't you sure? Hold on. I'm on. It's in a DM. Uh, uh, consider me the back alley DMs bracket you got man. There. Ooh. Uh, quite a few. <laughs> consider me the back alley bracket man. Back alley bracket <laughs> man. I like it. That's great. Dawson, thanks so much for doing that. Um, Anthony DeMeo, thank you so much for coming on the show, being such a huge supporter of this podcast for so long, being a chosen one patron, making this incredible marquee sign that we love showing off to people. As soon as we show the people the studio, you should see their faces, man. They feel like we turn the light on, they're like, oh my God, that's incredible. Yeah. Like, you made it to specification of what we wanted. It's incredible. Taylor did the letters, your wife, so she did a great job too. But we can't thank you enough for all the support you've given us over this last couple of years and going forward. You are the best. Appreciate you so much, bud. Um, you want to say bye to everybody on the show, all the listeners? Yeah, I was going to say bye, everybody, and uh, thank you, too, very much for always keeping me entertained on the road. I drive a ton for work, so like I said, I listen to you guys like three times, so Love yeah, thank you guys three very much. Three. That's crazy, and good luck on the birth tomorrow, <laughs> the new baby. Yeah. Wishing you guys nothing but the best. Do you know the gender yet? Yep, it's a boy. Oh, that's nice. great. That's great. Two boys. Yeah. Do you guys have any games yeah. planned, or are you just going to wait until you see the baby Gonna be Leonardo. Leonardo, oh, that's hey. a great name. Leonardo, my, name, my middle name is Leo. That's awesome. Yeah. Is Teddy Theodore? Yeah. What? Well, yep. Yep. Yeah. So we're gonna be uh, Theo and Leo. <laughs> that's so that. cute. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Wow. Well, congratulations. Better guys. watch out. There's a new Leonardo on the block. <laughs> Leonardo. Leonardo. It's a great name. It is a great name. I would name a kid Leonardo. Oh, for cool. sure. Very cool. Um, but hey, thanks again, pal. 
Everyone listening, don't forget, we are doing our live show January 21st, live in Los Angeles. Tickets are still up for sale in person at DynastyTypewriter.com or just go to the link in our bio on our social medias on Instagram. It'll give you a drop-down menu of the two different ways you can buy tickets either in person or for a cheaper price and for everyone around the world. You can tune into the live broadcast on... That's okay, don't worry about it. The camera went up. You can, tune in, you can tune into the live broadcast of the performance as it's happening online with our partners Moments at moments.co slash Raiders of the Lost Podcast. Tickets are only 12 bucks. You also will have access to an after party if you want to sign up for that as well, where after the show is completely over, we'll go backstage into the green room and have an after party for about a half hour with everyone who signs up for that. So we can't wait to do this big live performance and digital experience with everybody in person and online. We'll be chatting with you during the show if you're online watching the performance. And it's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited about it. Other than that, become a patron at patreon.com slash Raiders of Lost Podcast. Maybe be a Charizone patron like DeMeo over here. You can join the show sometime. Take care, everybody. Happy holidays. Whatever you're celebrating, we hope you are having safe travels, enjoying your time with family, friends, loved ones. Safe, happy, new year as well, and take care. See you next time, everyone. This episode of Raiders of the Lost Podcast was executive produced by our chosen one patrons. Luke Exelston, Tyler McFly, Darren Singleton, Anthony DeMeo, John A. Graz, Becca Keen, Cody Moen, Benjamin Cook, Calvin Cam, and Chandler Johnson. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Raiders of the Lost Podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.